there, there are neighbors, there are near neighbors in Shadron, and they have a powerful ministry among college students there. And they also brought another couple with them today that I hope they'll introduce. So let's welcome them as he comes to speak. favorite part of preaching and speaking on a Sunday morning is uh, giving my wife the credit because you get to see my face this morning, you get to hear me talk, but the only reason you get to hear me talk is because I like talking. Uh, my wife likes doing the behind the scenes stuff, which is 99% of the work. If you know anybody that does behind the scenes stuff, you know how much you appreciate them. And uh, my wife does the vast majority of stuff with Pi Alpha. I just get to stand in front of you and pretend like I know what's going on. And so uh, I thank my wife, Courtney, for all that she does um, to help us stay on campus at the Shadow State College campus and uh, to reach the students um, at the college. The, the couple we did bring, they're from Sydney. They're good friends of ours, and uh, they came up. We had a disc golf tournament in Shadron yesterday and uh, came up to play, and they stayed the night so that they could hear, hear me speak this morning, and so that's why they're here with us. They're from, from Sydney, but... Um, yeah, with this morning we had a good uh, Sunday school conversation um, about science, and uh, I'm not going to go super deep into that, but um, when I was studying uh, my undergrad degree at Shatter State College, I originally was pre-med, and I wasn't a Christian, and um, I would question the teachers a lot of times because I felt like there was a gap between what I was learning and uh, what I felt like there was missing information. And so I would get in argues con or arguments constantly with my professors. And uh, it wasn't until I became a Christian that I began to piece together the pieces that I felt like were missing. And I realized that a lot of times my teachers would dismiss me because they thought I was a radical Christian. But in all reality, I was an atheist. And, uh, and so I, I shared a little bit about that this morning. And, and uh, it was a good conversation. But um, kind of in continuing, and uh, some of you guys, I, I, I recognize a lot of faces. I know some of you guys. Um, I've even worked with some of you guys. Uh, I was originally from Alliance uh, until middle school, and we moved to Hemingford, and I finished my high school uh, degree in Hemingford at, at the Hemingford High School. And so I know a lot of you guys, and, and so really coming back here, I love coming back to Alliance because I am coming back home. I always kind of view when people ask me my hometown, I usually say that it's Alliance, Nebraska. And so... Uh, I love getting a chance to come back here and share with you guys about what we're doing with the Chatham State College. And so um, as he explained in, in brief what Chi Alpha is, um, we do a full-time ministry on the college campus. And so my wife and I are actually considered missionaries to the Chatham State College. So the same way we have missionaries overseas, uh, missionaries to, say, Africa, who are there immersed in the African culture. They're there. They learn about the culture. They study the culture, and then they live there. We kind of do the exact same thing, but here in our backyard at the Shatter State College. We completely immerse ourselves with college students. We hang out with college students a lot, and so as, as far as pastors go, I'm probably the least mature pastor you've probably ever met, but um, I am fully immersed in the culture. We spend a lot of time on the college campus, and we probably spend more time with college kids than I care to admit being over 30. Um, but it's part of being a missionary to the Shatter State College. It's, it's part of that lifestyle. And uh, we absolutely enjoy, enjoy every minute that we get to do it. Um, 
Right now, we're in full itineration mode. Our summers look a little different because um, during the summer, we do have some college students, but we don't quite have uh, nearly as many as we do during the school semester. And so during the summer, we kind of get to take a step back and we get to work on our budget in order to allow us to be on the campus full time. And uh, right now, we're actually kind of in a big push because um, we can't return to campus full time until we get our budget fully raised. And right now, we're a little short of that. So we're kind of in, in hyperdrive mode, working a lot more hours than, than I really wish to right before school starts. Um, but as missionaries, our budget, we have a monthly approved budget from the district, and then it's up to us to raise that budget, and that budget comes from churches and individuals, and we always encourage the individuals, if you are going to give to us, to give to us above your tithes and offerings from, to your church, um, who come alongside us and say, hey, each month I would like to give, say, 25 or $50 per month to help you guys be on the Shatter State College campus, and right now, we are, and I'm, I'm a very fully truthful, honest person. I'm very straightforward. We're about $500 per month short of being able to return full-time to Chi Alpha when school starts. And so we are kind of in that last, li last little push, trying to get the rest of our budget finished up um, before school starts so that we can return week one when school starts rather than later in the semester. Um, but um, share with you guys a little bit what we do on the college campus. Um, Last time I was here, I, I know I shared briefly about what we do, and I shared a lot about my heart and my passion and, and my wife's heart and her passion for Chi Alpha, but um, today I want to share a little bit deeper because I feel like I can explain to you what Chi Alpha is on the surface, and you can get a pretty good picture of what it is, um, but at the same time, I, I feel like the heart of our ministry is a lot deeper than just telling you what we do. There's a lot more behind the scenes, and there's a lot more to the story than just the brief, oh, here's what we do here's how we run things. But to kind of get a little bit out of the way, what we do is on Tuesday nights, we have a full-on church service, just like your Sunday morning service here. We have it at Tuesdays on the college campus. We have worship, we have a sermon, we have prayer time, and then after we get done with Chi Alpha, we have fellowship time, and we get every, all of the college students together, and we, we hang out in fellowship after our Tuesday night service. From there, we also have small groups and small group leaders. Um, we've raised up leaders, and we've discipled leaders who then can uh, run their own small groups. So these small group leaders throughout the week will have um, their own small groups on different days other than Tuesdays. And then from there, my wife and I, um, our model for Chi Alpha, we believe that uh, discipleship is so essential for us to be able to do what we do on the Shatter State College campus because so how a church would function, you know, you have people who've been here for, a year, you have people who've been here for a week, you have people who've been here for 10 years. We literally have to have all different aspects of our ministry within the four years that they're at college. So within four years, we want to get our students to come to Chi Alpha, to become um, discipled, then to become a leader, and to make disciples within a four-year period. So we always kind of say our ministry is just like the church, but pushed in fast forward, because we have four years to get um, done and accomplish what we want to get done by the time they graduate. And so how we do that, we have a lot of one-on-one -on -one discipleship meetings. And so my wife and I, we take all of our small group leaders and we disciple them one-on-one. -on -one. And we meet with them every single week. And then our small group leaders meet one-on-one -on -one and disciple the people within their small group each week. So our disciple makers are being discipled by us. And so they're both learning how to be discipled 
and how to grow as a Christian at the same time as they're, they're learning how to pass that faith on. And so um, we do, uh, and that, that's just kind of that rough, super brief overview of the mechanics of Chi Alpha. But in talking about the college student on, on the Shatner State College campus, it is a very typical campus. You think small town Nebraska that's going to be a little bit different than a normal college university, but statistically, our college is almost identical to the university in Lincoln, to the, the universities in Colorado. Our statistics as far as who our students are, where they come from, and what they struggle with is almost across the board identical to, to normal major universities. And one of the statistics that we fight so hard to fix is the statistic that um, around 80% of students of faith, so these are students who have come to your youth group, who have been involved in church, who are active in ministry in high school, will go to college and step away from and walk away from their faith in college. So 80% of students of faith will lose their faith in the college campus here in America. That means only 20% of our students of faith are retaining their faith in college. So that's one thing that my wife and I set out to fight against um, vehemently. And then the next thing is an even smaller percentage than that, than 20%, will find their faith for the first time while they're in college. And so, again, my wife and I, it's our job to fight against that. And so um, our job as missionaries is to battle those statistics, which it's not the statistic we're, we're reaching people for Christ, but you can get a picture uh, on the Shattern State College campus, around 6% of our campus attend a weekly church meeting of some sort, whether it's a Sunday morning, Sunday morning, morning, Sunday morning church, uh, Tuesday night service, a Bible study with any of the campus ministries, 6% are fully active in their faith. That means 94% of our college would be categorically considered unchurched. And so... When you wonder why there's missionaries through the colleges, through the Assemblies of God, that is exactly why. That's why my wife and I are called to the campus ministry. And I know we're biased um, because we do this for a living, but I really believe that our college campuses um, are the most strategic mission field in the world. I really do. And I don't just say that because I'm trying to convince you that what we do is important. I really do, at the bottom of, of my core of beliefs, um, believe that our college campuses are the most strategic mission field in the world. And I'm going to share a little bit about that with you guys. Um, for example, we had a student who, uh, he came to Shatner State College from Phoenix, um, was struggling in his life, was planning on taking his own life, and decided to give Chi Alpha, or give God a shot one last time, and he came to Chi Alpha. And through a series of events that I won't really get into because I don't want to take up too much time telling the series of events, uh, he eventually decides he's going to go to one of our conferences with us. And at this conference, he decided that was it. That, that conference was the last shot he was going to give God in his life. And at this conference, he's just radically reached, um, dedicates his life to Christ, eventually becomes one of our small group leaders, is actively discipled, met with me every single week, at least once a week, for an entire year, um, eventually became a small group leader, eventually married another one of our small group leaders, and they just actually moved uh, two days ago, three days ago, to uh, a, com a small community in Wyoming um, because they feel like that is where God is calling them 
and they're praying and they're, they're actively seeking how God's going to use them in this small community in western Wyoming. And so this student who uh, would later come to me and tell me that I was planning on taking my life, but if it wasn't for you and it wasn't for what God did through uh, you and in Chi Alpha, I would not be here today. And so um, I wish that was a, a, a rare story. I really do. I wish that was that hitter of a story that it's just like, this is, I'm aiming high, I'm telling you this story that's phenomenal, it's going to be radical, and that's an awesome story, but in reality, uh, about once a year, we get a story like that, where somebody comes to us and says, hey, I was planning on taking my life, but God, and so those stories are amazing, and I love the stories, because they're phenomenal, but in the back of my mind, when we have students that don't find Chi Alpha, and at the Shattered State College campus, do end up taking their own life. I just remember how much more work we got cut out for us. And so everything we do is, is set up and geared to reach the unreached, reach the students who ended up taking their own lives, the students who didn't find Chi Alpha. We want to be better at, at reaching those lost every single year. We want to get better, and we want to get better. And so um, shifting gears a little bit, you know, we have stories of students who uh, – come from Wyoming, who come to college, Shatter State College, they're dedicated Christians, they're phenomenal students, they get involved in Chi Alpha, um, this is an actual example of a student, gets, gets involved in Chi Alpha, gets filled with the Holy Spirit, his life has radically changed, even though he was already a Christian, and uh, this Wednesday, he actually moves to Springfield, Missouri, so that he can continue his education, he transferred to Evangel University, because he wants to go into full-time ministry with his life, where prior to coming to Shattern, that wasn't even on his radar. And so we reach both the unreached and the already reached and try to grow them both closer to God and help them to walk out their calling uh, that God has on their life. And shifting gears one more time, I want to share with you another aspect of, of Chi Alpha Campus Ministry that uh, is, is very, very important. And uh, I don't think I, I, I think in the past, I've undershared it because I didn't want to feel like I was selling out or something. I don't know. It sounds horrible, but I think I undershared it. Whereas in reality, this is probably one of, if not the imp most important parts of what we do. Um, while at Shattered State College, my wife and I have had the opportunity to minister to students from Nigeria, the Democratic Republic of Congo, India, Nepal, Ghana, Morocco, Pakistan, Israel, Mexico, Jamaica, Polynesian Islands, China, Japan, Thailand, Brazil, Burma, Russia, Sri Lanka, Vietnam, and even more. We have had the opportunity to minister to students from every single continent on the world or in the world except for Australia. These are students who come to the Shattered State College. Most of them are unchurched. Most of them come from countries that are the country is unreached. And we get the opportunity with our laws and the freedom that we have in the United States to share the gospel with these students in, in, a, in a way that even missionaries in their home countries wouldn't have the ability to do. And so we partner in, in or not we partner, we, we have a, a specific outreach to our international students because it is such an important part of what we do. And uh, so I want to tell you a story of one of our international students. She's a student who actually came to America to go to college at the age of 15. Her parents um, lived in Nigeria. She came here all alone at the age of 15, 
on a United States college campus. And she immediately got plugged into Chi Alpha, grew through Chi Alpha, um, eventually became one of our small group leaders. And uh, we took her to a conference this last um, May called All Nations Conference. And uh, it was at this conference she got plugged into the Chi Alpha National Office and the, the national office team for Chi Alpha International. And now she has just graduated, and now she's planning on staying in America and hopefully getting a job um, with the Chi Alpha National Office and planning on continuing her um, career through Chi Alpha and, and uh, in Chi Alpha. But temporarily, because of the way that visas work, she has to get a job in her graduated field. So she moved to um, Atlanta. Uh, in order to pursue that career temporarily until she is able to get a different visa, which allows her to be a religious worker here in the United States. Um, so it was at this conference. This conference is, is set up, and I tell you the story about her a little bit to share about the All Nations Conference. So this conference is literally set up to help equip students to go back home from America. So we get these students who are from these countries that are sensitive, from these countries that they're, they're their home um, back overseas is unchurched. And, and a lot of these guys come to America as what would be considered like the breadwinners of the family. Like the entire family saves up their money, they all pool in their money, and they send their brightest of their family to America to study. And so they come to Shatter State College or they come to a university in the, in the United States, and uh, they're, they're gonna go back home as a doctor, a lawyer, a politician, a business owner, something huge that's going to allow them to make enough money to provide for the entire family. And then every once in a while, they'll come to America, they'll get reached, they'll become saved, and they'll want to continue their life as a missionary back home or something like that. And so this conference is set up as, as to how to equip those people who've now decided to heed God's call on their life. And in all retrospects, when they go back home, their family will consider that they have shamed them. Uh, for example, at this conference, there's students from, from sensitive countries that I can't even necessarily mention for their safety who get saved. And uh, there was a female from an Islamic country who got saved, and she was getting ready to go home back to an Islamic country within a couple weeks. And so this conference is set up to help them and equip them for going back home to these sensitive countries. And so it's just a powerful, phenomenal conference, but it was at this conference that I really felt like uh, my wife and I's job as missionaries um, really came to fruition. You know, we, we recognized that what we set out to do with this student uh, was accomplished, and the reason I know this is because we went out to eat, and we were taking her out to eat, and I told her to order whatever she wanted, and uh, she decided sh to order a steak, and so when the waitress came over and asked her how she would like her steak done, steak done um, she gave a, a big smirk, and she looked over to Courtney and I, and, and she uttered the words, boldly, medium rare. And it was at that point that I knew our job as Nebraskans was done with this Nigerian student. And so she came to America. You guys got work to do in this church. But... No, uh, I share that, and it's funny, but it is one of my favorite things to do with our international students is we like to bring them over, and we provide all of the ingredients 
for them to be able to cook a native dish from their home country for my wife and I. And then in return, we invite them over and we treat them to a Nebraskan dish. And in my opinion, a Nebraskan dish is a steak. And so we eat steak and uh, my wife's Nebraskan dish is white chicken chili. And so we'll feed them one of our dishes as well. And this kind of helps them to uh, familiarize themselves with the, the United States home. There's a bucket list that international students have when they come to America. And on that bucket list, one of those items is stepping foot in an American home. And so um, I'll share a little bit more about that in a few minutes. But um, one day we were sitting at, at uh, our post Chi Alpha, which we usually meet at McDonald's because in Shadron that's about the only thing open past 10 o'clock. Um, and we were hanging out at McDonald's, and one of our students was talking about shooting guns. And uh, all of a sudden, we noticed all the international students were listening, like, very intently. And so I was like, well, have you guys ever shot a, a firearm? And they're like, no. And then I was like, well, do you want to? And before I could even finish, they all just, like, shouted yes. And so, um, so what we did was we got together with a close friend of ours who is a, a police officer at the Shattern uh, Police Department. And we had him come out with our international students, and he taught gun safety and, and how to handle firearms properly and went through the whole nine works in order to ensure safety. And then we allowed them to shoot some firearms. And it seems insignificant, but in uh, continuing conversation with them about shooting firearms, um, we began to realize and they began to reveal to us and share with us a little bit that there is a bucket list of items that they want to accomplish when they come to America. And so each international student will almost come up with a, a literal list of things that they want to accomplish while they're in America. And most people from overseas see Americans as every single one of them owns a firearm. And so very high up on their list is shooting a gun. Another thing that's it's, uh, on their list is actually just simply stepping foot inside of an American home. But unfortunately, it's estimated that over 75% of our international students will never get a chance to step foot inside of an American home while they're here in America. So only 25% of our international students come to America and actually get to step foot in an American home. And that's another thing off their bucket list. Um, a lot of them actually, ironically, uh, from Islamic countries, a lot of their bucket list actually includes experiencing the American church. Don't understand why, but that's on their list. A lot of times it's on their list. And so lucky for our international students who aren't Christian, who might be Islamic, um, we meet for our services on the college campus. So if they're uh, Muslim or Islamic, they can come to Chi Alpha without offending their religious laws because we don't meet in a church. According to their uh, Islamic tradition and their Isl Islamic laws, they can't step foot in an American church but they can step foot in the ballroom on the college campus and still get to experience the American church through Chi Alpha. And so um, that is a huge part of what we do in our outreach to the international student is we give them opportunities to come into our home. We give them opportunities to check off things off their bucket list. And through that interaction, through that conversation, we're able to share Christ with them and able to uh, get them into a relationship with Jesus through that interaction and through that love and through that care. And uh, a lot of times it involves food. I, I'll share with you guys, I think the strategy for success in any ministry, I don't care if it's a college campus or if it's a youth group or if it's with uh, 
adults. Food is huge. And so if you're looking at somebody that you're like, man, I want to share Jesus with them, just invite them to dinner and talk. Because people will come to dinner, but they might not come to your Bible study. But you can turn your dinner into a Bible study. And so um, we get the opportunity back to what I was talking about before I go off on that tangent that takes way too much time away. Um, The reason I, I like to share so much about our international students Uh, The reason why I consider it a a major part of our ministry is because these students come to America, they they find Christ, then they go back home, and they are now native-born, native-speaking missionaries making disciples who have been taught how to make disciples who have been discipled in their own home country, and they are able to accomplish more than I could if I went to their home country. Uh, missionaries all across the world, Chi Alpha works with missions very closely, they will tell you that a native-born, native-speaking person in their home country is ten times more effective than a a United States-born person, English-speaking as a primary language in their home country. And so these international students will come and they get an opportunity to go back home and spread the gospel in sensitive countries that sometimes Americans can't even get into. But for some reason, those countries will send their students, their best and their brightest, over to the United States to attend our college campuses. And so uh, I continue sharing stories. I love stories. Um, The last story I'm going to share with you, and some of you guys might remember this story from last year. um, It's a story of a young man who was actually tricked into going to Chi Alpha by a friend who told him that there was good-looking girls there. This young man was, uh, he was a full-blown alcoholic. He was about as far away from God as you could get in your life. Um, He would consider himself agnostic, um, maybe even possibly Wiccan. And this student ends up staying uh, for the whole service. And uh, even after he found out um, that he was tricked into going, um, he returns to Chi Alpha the next week. He continues returning. He eventually goes to our winter conference. Um, He eventually gives his life to Christ. The student's life was radically changed. God immediately took away his alcohol addiction. Um, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He became a group leader. He graduated. He got his credentials. And now that student has moved on in his life and now is a Chi Alpha director with uh, Chi Alpha. This story I share with you, if you remember from last time I was here, is a brief story, a brief version of my own story. And I share with you my story. And the reason why I'm so passionate about Chi Alpha is because I literally would not be alive if it wasn't for Chi Alpha at the Shatters Bay College. And it just worked out for my wife and I. We went on staff with the, the former directors. When the former directors left Shadron, we took over as the directors of the Shatters Bay College campus. Because I was saved in Chi Alpha, I feel like I can accurately describe to you how important Chi Alpha is on our college campuses. Because, like I said, I wouldn't be alive today if it wasn't for a full-time missionary named Sean Bonzoff who heeded the call on his job or on his life to quit his full-time job, to raise a budget just like my wife and I do, um, just like we're here today doing. Um, And now God is using me to reach students who are lost in college just like me. And I have a passion to reach these kids because there are kids who are just like me, who are struggling in life, who will not be alive this time next year if it isn't for God getting a hold of them and radically changing their lives. 
And so what does this all mean for you guys here in this building, in this church today? Um, I'm going to share with you a, a couple pieces of scripture. It starts, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And so today I would bet a lot of money that every single one of you in here only believe in Jesus because someone once shared the gospel with you. Somebody took the time to share about Jesus with you, and that is why you are here. Our call to make disciples through scripture stems from our own faith, which we only have because someone shared the gospel with us first. So making disciples is continuing the cycle of redemption, passing on the faith that was once passed on to you. God wants to do through you what he once did to you. God is wanting to do something great. He's wanting to, to invite you into something absolutely amazing that will radically change the lives all around you. Because when you go to work, there's people who don't know Jesus. When you go get groceries, there's people who don't know Jesus. When you go to the DMV, there's people who don't know Jesus. There's next-door neighbors to you who don't know what you know and don't have what you have. Allow your faith to multiply because I reiterate, I am alive today because someone just like you who was actually a police officer in Chagrin stepped down in faith and made a disciple. There is a young man that I shared with you that moved to Wyoming recently that is alive because someone stepped out in faith and made a disciple. Our faith must be multiplied. Our faith must be alive. Our faith must be living. And so I, I bring it just back to what we do at Chi Alpha. The most important thing that we do, the thing that we strive every minute of our careers and our lives to do, is to make disciples who will then make disciples. We want to encourage our disciples to pass on their faith. And I want to encourage you guys here today to pass on your faith. Because eventually our college students will graduate They'll come back to your communities. They'll come back to communities all across Nebraska. They'll be your teachers, your doctors, your lawyers, your business owners, your bankers. Those are the main career choices that people, students make at the Shatter State College campus. And we want to ensure that when they come back here, they're continuing their faith and making disciples. And in, in return, expanding upon what somebody once did for them. And so, uh, again, we thank you guys for allowing us the opportunity to come and share with you guys this morning. And uh, with that, I'm going to pass it back over. Before you go, can we pray for you? Can you have Courtney come up here? Um, could you share just briefly with Courtney how God touched her body to heal her? So, yeah, my wife, uh, if you guys remember, last time I actually think we shared a little bit about it. Uh, my wife is, uh, was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, and uh, there was a part of her intestines which had pretty much become completely blocked, and it would inflame up. And during the time it would inflame up, she wouldn't be able to eat or drink for weeks at a time. And she was hospitalized three different times um, with it. And uh, 
we, uh, we prayed a lot about it, and we just felt like God moving us into the direction of having surgery. And uh, through surgery, um, they were able to remove all of the active Crohn's within her intestines, and she's been completely symptom-free since, uh, since January for the first time since we've been married. And so, yeah. Does that mean you can eat normal food? Wow. That's cool. I want to ask some of our leaders to come up. Anybody, anybody really would like to, we're going to lay hands on these guys and pray for them, uh, God to sustain them as well as meet their needs. So come on up. Just put a hand on their shoulder. Francesca, would you please? Yeah, we just want to thank you so much for Cameron and his wife for having their ministry. Lord, we just ask you to mold them and shape them more as you want them to, God. I just thank you for the testimonies that you've given them and the amazing things they've seen, God. You transform the most wicked people into the most amazing, powerful, influenced people to bring your word to the lost, God. I just thank you so much. Father, I just thank you for the miracle that you've done in Tanner's life. Father, that she can, I just pray that she can be empowered by what you have done in her life, God. And I just ask you that she can be a vessel for her husband and you, and he can be a vessel for his wife, God. It's not hard. Well, it is hard to minister, God, to a lot of kids. It's, it's difficult, God. And there's a lot of times that you feel discouraged and you want to quit, God. But I just pray that you empower them, Father, to give and deliver the word that needs to be delivered in your holy and precious name, God. We just thank you so much. Lord, I pray you'd make up that $500 that they're short for their budget, and I pray you'd show each one of us if we should play a part in that, whether it's 15 bucks a month or 25 bucks a month or 30 or whatever. Lord, we just thank you and ask that you would, we just trust you for that. You'll meet their needs. God, they're doing a mighty work in a very, very needy place, and we just thank you for, ask you to anoint them and move powerfully through them in Jesus' name. Amen. So they have a table set up in the 